Welcome to Franchise Surprise. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Go. What's happening? We have a doozy today. Uh, is that a wine <laughs> from the movie room? <laughs> hey, you know what? Sure. Uh, that would have been funny. That would have been funny if one of the if Ripley said we got a doozy today. <laughs> she just she just looks over and sees the alien dog. And she's like, boy, we got a doozy today. I know I'm from you know I'm from Wisconsin. How do you not? How do you not though? <laughs> like, boy, yo, yo, I thought I seen every I've seen, seen got all the alien more versions, but the new one is a dog. <laughs> Oh man, or an ox, depending on which version you watched. I yeah, I uh, I'm Nick. By the way, I was um, <laughs> I was gonna watch both versions, but uh, I've been reading Stephen King's It, and I've been reading it since September, and I'm trying to finish it up before December. So that took precedence over watching a two and a half hour <laughs> assembly cut. Anyway, <laughs> and I'm, I apologize, and I'm Rip. I uh I just watched it on Apple uh on Apple today uh during work. So you projected it onto an apple. This is Yeah, 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 yeah. It's a very <laughs> tiny projector. How it was how it was meant to be watched. Yeah, and then I uh and then I turned the apple into a bong and I smoked it, which is nice. what I, I wish I could do for this movie. David uh David Fincher was like that's why he kicked off the movies because he was like no, it's got to be projected on an apple. You don't understand. <laughs> anyway. I did watch both cuts. I watched... Yeah, I watched the original one, and then I watched the assembly one today. Because you're the only one that takes this podcast seriously. <laughs> I, I, just like I, knowing, I just like knowing everything. I, I, also, I also do prefer the assembly cut. I think it makes more se- more sense. I would fucking hope so. Boy, I got issues <laughs> with this film. Here's the thing. I do, I do like this movie. I, I forget that I do like it. It's just not... I don't think it's as good as the first two. So 10 years ago, when I when I bought the quadrilogy and watched them all, I was like, fucking three sucks. And then, like, Resurrection, I was just like, fuck yeah, this movie's weird as hell. This one, I'm all like, hell yeah, this movie's great. Like, it, it is aged <laughs> like a fine wine to me. And I guess I watched the theatrical cut, the same one that you watch, Rich. Yeah. <laughs> I, didn't, I don't like the... I, I don't know because I haven't seen the fourth one in a while, but I remember the first time I watched it, I didn't like it. But this one, I I did remember. I did. I remember disliking a lot of things, which I still do dislike things. But I do like it a lot more than I think I did. I maybe I need to rewatch it because this was the first time I've ever watched it. As yeah, that's as true. Is, it's your first time. Uh, was documented. I also also like if I had. See if I had been waiting years for it, mm-hmm. like the people when it came out, I would have been pissed when it came on and what happened. I mean, that's Here. kind of what my experience was. I mean, except yeah. that I I knew going into it that it was right. not very well received. Here's the fucking thing about this movie is that they would they were hyping it for years, and the first right. trailer that came out was like basically the trailer was like, guess what, everybody, they're coming to Earth. Like the right, xenomorphs right. are coming to Earth, so that it's was also first... very misleading. The uh, 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 fucking rollout, yeah. So like that was the teaser trailer, and that was before they even shot the movie. They're like fucking, like hell yeah, new alien movie coming out. We hadn't even <laughs> shot it yet. We got a new one coming out. They're coming to Earth, baby. Let's do it. And could you imagine that? How like f- the promise of that movie 
Like, and then it, this is just the the complete 180. It was like, oh, you really wanted a sequel to Aliens? Well, guess what? Yeah, You're that's, gonna just, get that's a, a bait and switch right there. I, that's a, there's a class action suit on somebody's hands. <laughs> For fucking real. But it's like, yeah, you're going to get a sequel to Alien, but it's going to be about nothing but death. Like, it's going to be about terminal cancer. It's gonna, like, <laughs> these are the themes we're playing around with. Uh. I, this movie, my first go around with it was largely incoherent. And and I'm sure, and, and I will I will I, I did actually take notes uh for this which I, I did not really do for the first two because god damn it I am very well familiar yeah. with the the subject matter. Um Jesus Christ. This is fuck me. You know it's going to be bad when you don't have any cool title card like the first two. I, I do like these opening credits. I did write that down. The opening credits are fine, but like, there's, it's, it, there's, a, Has it's anyone? called establishing pat. Like we've done improv. We right. we've played games where we have to establish patterns. <laughs> you know, there's patterns established here. Let's. Uh, I do like the interspersed, uh, like. It's kind of like the um, flashes filmed segments. Yeah, filmed segments of like what happened on the. Um, the ship, I can't the, remember uh, the name the, of it. The the Salako. The Salako, but um, I'll say it any chance I get. I love the name of that ship. <laughs> but um, yeah. Has that has anybody? Because I watched the documentary too, or the making of the film, and like no one actually said like why it was Alien Squared. Has anyone ever s- explained that or said why they chose to style it that way? I, maybe they were thinking like, guess what? The first one had one alien. The the second one had over a hundred. You know what? Let's get the first yeah. alien, but let's what's what's the third it? power <laughs> to the third power. It's it's very weird. It's like um, yeah. one of the posters does say like three times the scares, three times the, the something, three times the this wrong. But it's like there's only one alien in this one. <laughs> Maybe it's like three times the legs. I don't really know. <laughs> three the cubits. <laughs> anyway but um uh, yeah. yeah it's it's it, it's all around it's a weird movie which like <laughs> looking at the writers of the movie like the the people who wrote the movie were walter hill and i want to say david geiler there were there were who? at least three credited screenwriters on this there's the, there was like a very messy writing process for this i mean like yeah they were promoting the movie before they even had a writer or a story on it yeah it was david geiler walter hill and larry ferguson now david geiler and walter here wrote it together and based on the and larry ferguson wrote a draft so i think what happened was larry ferguson wrote it and then david geiler and walter hill came back and rewrote it which they did the same thing to dan o'bannon in the first alien Right. Uh, David Gather and Walter Hill, and like they didn't know anything about sci-fi, so that's why they're everybody. They they brought back Dan O'Bannon and was just like, "Can you please rewrite <laughs> the script that they messed well, up a little bit?" Yeah, and it was based off the story from the first director, Vincent Ward, who left because they wanted to go in a different creative direction than him. Oh, I wonder what he worked on. Let me click on that. Well, you you know, like originally this movie was put. Like, with Vincent Ward's treatment, it was supposed to take place on, like, a wooden planet. And all the... All the... It was supposed to take place on a wooden planet with no technology. 
uh, that was inhabited by monks, basically, which is like where all the religious stuff comes from. Um, and there was like a glass factory, which is how they were going to kill the alien in the original draft. It kind of is in this version, too, where they like throw the molten uh, lead on him, but it was originally going to be glass. And then, yeah, shatter him with w- water. Why does the glass factory sound like? It sounds like a, a late 90s, early 2000s family drama. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway. But that's yeah. strange. It's it, very strange. Yeah. I guess Sigourney Waver was like, no guns in the next one. And then they're like, yeah, I mean, the fucking wood plant. That's another one of my big complaints is that there's no fucking weapons. I love that one point they were like, no weapon. Like she straight up would just like no guns. Are you fucking yeah. kidding me? <laughs> hey, this this is this is my my it's like, summary of it's an interesting dilemma, but it's it is weird I, for I thought it was, after the first two movies. I thought it was interesting at first, but then the more that I thought about it, the more it just frustrated me because I was just like, hey, yeah, you remember Alien? Uh, it's that, but no weapons, no other women, no one to root for, and no hope, <laughs> and no it's, heart. Yeah. Zero heart in this movie, and I understand it's about all those bleak things that you said earlier, but uh, we've, uh, I believe I might be establishing a pattern by saying you've established a pattern. We have hope. The the nude of it all, we talked a little bit about this in the last episode, the nude of it all is even more egregious than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, it was. Bad. For, and I understand and we all the, can't age as well as Sigourney Weaver to be coming back for all these fucking movies where she's supposed <laughs> to have like lived, you know, what, like five days in the span of like 150 years or some shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, but they could have jumped in time. They didn't have to have them wake up. Yeah, They could have done yeah. a lot of things, baby. They yeah. could have uh, d- done the original vision and jumped in time and have it take place on Earth anyway. Right. Apparently... Because I've seen conflicting things on this because the actress who played Newt in the second movie, she said that while they were filming, James Cameron was like, the idea is to have like you, Sigourney and um, Michael Bean, Michael Bean come back and be like a family unit, like against the aliens or whatever. And I feel like I read somewhere that James Cameron had an idea to do like. A, fu- a battle on earth or something but then in like other interviews he said he was like he was never interested in doing another alien film and he was happy with how it ended and like that's why he didn't return for it so i don't know what the truth is but that that makes sense right there because this is a guy who james cameron think, basically basically I think he like, said he wanted to do like his own stuff and he don't want to keep well that's what on, i'm like, saying like property yeah, he created Terminator, and then he had the opportunity to... It's just like, all original movies that come out now are made by people who have made like written like a Fast and Furious, and now they get to do their do the original right. screenplay or whatever. So that was basically like, he's like, all right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do Rambo 2. I'm going to do Aliens, and now I get to do my own shit, which the right. next thing was The Abyss, and then Terminator 2 came out in 91. And so, and then True Lies after that. I so. think, I think, here's my theory, is that, uh, you know, at first he was very interested in space because there's so much mystery, but then, and, but then someone told him, hey, Big Jim, you know, we, uh, we know more about space than we do our own oceans. And he said, oh, oh, is that so? <laughs> well, I'm going to shift some focus. Rack focus, if you will. 
I still haven't. There's one of those Jim Cameron, big Jim Cameron uh, docs on Disney Plus. I need to watch it, but it's him. It's you know, it's him with a submarine. Like, uh, oh yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> actually what it's called. The it's, Titanic. It's called him with the submarine. Yeah, it's yeah. Just yeah a that's picture of James Cameron. <laughs> that, that's what made me almost fucking spit take was just seeing the title card to that. <laughs> Yeah, we got, because uh, this is what happened. He basically made Titanic. He made a fuckload of money. Mm-hmm. And then. He and then he like, spent the I'm- next, like, two, however many years underwater. And he, well, this and what- he said, while, while I still can, while my body can still do this. Also, yeah, he, uh- <laughs> sorry, how are we going to be on the Alien 3 podcast still talking about Big Jim? Because <laughs> his, <laughs> his, his reach is expansive okay he's he's he goes everywhere okay but it's also like it's also like a big thing about it is that like he set up all these relationships and all these things Mm -hmm. just for like this film to throw everything away like in the first few minutes yeah yeah it sure fucking does and Uh, not just the first few minutes like throughout it just completely just shits all over it Everything Can I real quick? I want to. I want to finish up the James Cameron speak. Yeah. So he he made Titanic and then directed one episode of Dark Angel. He's like, "Fuck it, I'm going to be in a submarine for seven years." And then he makes Avatar. <laughs> anyway, sorry, that's it. I just love him. Anyway, yeah, it's just uh, it's so fucking crazy. I wonder just, if he saw some crazy blue fish down there, and then he was like, mm, "I know my next film." I wonder. Which um, the Navi. Yeah, well, I got you. It's a, it is a Christmas time where we're coming out, and I was asking my mom, "Hey, what can I get you for for Christmas?" And she said, "She's like, oh, I made a list, and she sent it, and it's nothing but Pandora charms." And then um, I was like, "Is this it?" And she was like, "Yeah." She's like, "I just want anything from Pandora." So I was like, "All right." So she's getting a goddamn so get, banshee action figure. <laughs> That reminds me of the, have you seen the SNL sketch where it's like, if you exactly. don't know what to give her, get her a Pandora charm. Yeah. But here's the thing. My mom loves that kind of shit, which yeah, is weird. Yeah, I was like, the so thing funny. that everybody hates, you like. Okay. She usually likes <laughs> My to mom get, likes Pandora, too. She usually likes to get, like, tech stuff, like, you know, headphones or whatever. But she's mm-hmm. got all that shit. So she's like, doesn't, you know, she's like, I don't need any of that stuff anymore. Anyway. What are we talking about? Alien 3. Yeah, the... uh the intercutting with the killing of in the opening credits of like first of all Hicks gets impaled by a fucking beam, and then Newt drowns in her chiro, uh, yeah chiro cryopod yeah, cryo, yeah, cryopod yeah I was gonna say chiropod like she was getting like a back work done, <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it's just <sighs> anyway also apparently bleak. in the in the original script uh. Uh, Hicks was the one that was supposed to be impregnated by the alien, but they didn't ask Michael Bean to come back. They just like wanted to use his likeness, I guess. And he mm. was like, "No, you're not even going to have me in the movie. Like, you can't do that." So, and they were like, "Well, can we pay you a bunch of money?" And they were like, "And he was like, no." And then I guess they used his picture in the film or something. So they were, he was like, "You can pay me for that." Let's talk about <laughs> let's talk about this shit because this is a big ass plot hole so they're showing their names on screen like deceased or whatever and then it says lieutenant ripley it has been established that ripley is no longer a lieutenant and has been bumped down to like you know fort lo- like you know right, forklift right. operator and they spend the whole movie calling her lieutenant ripley even though the company that all these people work for <laughs> maybe um maybe after the events of the second movie 
they thought she was dead. And so they, they like reinstate her title out of respect. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then but it's they knew but hole, they but they knew yeah, yeah. they knew the whole time what was yeah, going on. Yeah, they knew that they were alive. Yeah, they got the ship logs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that doesn't make sense either. But they might have told people that. It's got they got the ship said. logs and also like it, it, it I think established that time has not passed that much. Which Ripley doesn't fucking know this, and nobody's ever states it in it. No. Because at the end, we got Bishop 2 coming in going, mm-hmm. no, 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 I'm not a robot. I'm the guy Bishop's based on. Right. And um, that whole, yeah, anyway. Um, that, that confused the shit out of me as a kid, that whole thing. That confused the shit out of me today, because his ear's like flopping <laughs> off. And it's like, is this, then, is this also another android, or what's going on here? Here's the, yeah, he, he had blood. He didn't have yogurt and yeah, milk or but cum coming he out. He is not selling the, his floppy <laughs> ear whatsoever. Motherfucker looking like half a Dumbo. And he's. They probably, they probably didn't know when they were filming it whether he was going to be an android or not. So they just, <laughs> so just like, yeah, don't, don't sell <laughs> they it. They just told him, like. But it will look gnarly. Give vague. Yeah. Just give yeah. vague. Again, that's like, <laughs> no! this really fucking movie. Like, literally, everybody looks vague. Let's, let's have. 30 dudes let's all shave their heads and 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 they're all gonna everyone everyone fucking looks the same and yeah, i couldn't keep up i couldn't i like at a certain point i'm just like well i'm not gonna get invested in a single one of you like after, except for charles dance who right. was excellent in this movie and they kill him so early uh, they kill him in the halfway point because that's yeah. how they raise the stakes. There's was the turning point in the th- in going into the second part of the second act. Screen. I will structure. say in the assembly cut, they do. There's there's more scenes with like the inmates, so you get to there, you get to know their personalities a little more. So they are a little bit easily more easily distinguishable. Yeah. But yeah, a lot of them do look the same because they are most of them are white guys with bald heads. Oh, that's who he is. Okay. But yeah, fucking Newton Hicks don't even get like a real death scene. They're basically killed off screen. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, man. Uh, I don't know. Also, just like f- Rick Ripley has the worst fucking luck in the history of the, the galaxy. I thought you were about to say wigs because the wig in this one's bad. Anyway, <laughs> couldn't tell. Couldn't tell. <laughs> Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. The wig cap that they use at the... Uh, I don't even know when they use it. Uh, it's its before her head gets shaved, because Gordon Weaver shaved her head off. Oh, okay. Shaved she her shaved her, her whole damn head off? Yeah. They had to yeah. That's a whole prosthetic? <laughs> yeah. But they're, but when they did the reshoots for the version that you guys watched, there she has a wig cap for some of it, because she said that she... If they if she had to do reshoots and they brought her back, they would have to pay her like $40,000 or $40 mil, I don't remember how much... And they were like, we'll just make a really good wig cap with, like, shaved hair on it. See, I couldn't tell that, but the wig yeah. that she wore before she got her head <laughs> shaved, the beginning, that yeah. was a bad wig. <laughs> Where are we at in my notes? Oh, uh, this, this, I, I, I'm going to be honest with y'all. I had to, uh, the first half of this movie, I had to turn my subtitles on because the dudes in this movie are too fucking British. They have the most. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh, I definitely, I, oh, I too. Turned my subtitles on for the same fucking reason. Well, in um in the making of the guy who plays uh what's his name? Go the like one that the guys don't like. I'm trying to remember how much they have in the thing. Golick. Uh, 
the go- the guy who plays Golik, apparently like they told him to have like one certain accent like in the beginning, and then like they told him to use just his regular speaking voice. So like there's some some of the footage you can hear he's like using a different accent, and then like in other footage he's using just his regular speaking voice. That actor, um, Walter McGann, I think it is. Paul Paul McGann, yeah, yeah, Paul McGann. He, um, I didn't realize because I because he's fourth build, and I couldn't recognize him. And it's, it's fucking it's and I from With Nail and I, and I did not recognize him. Well, in the in the in the um, theatrical version, he like disappears halfway through the film, mm-hmm. and like the, you don't find out what happens to him. But in the assembly cut, they um. You know how they're trying to trap the alien in the in the um, room with like the six feet walls or whatever. Mm-hmm. They they succeed in trapping the alien, and he is the he like has become obsessed with it and like thinks it's like a deity or something, and he actually releases it. But they cut all that part out of the movie. Wow, that actually sounds really cool. Maybe I should. Watch it was the really cut. cool. <laughs> Uh, it also explains what happened to that guy <laughs> yeah that's very weird yeah yeah he releases it and then the alien kills him but yeah yeah let's go i'm trying to go through ralph brown who plays 85 he also plays is it rick Oley in phantom menace he's the pilot it's like the power's back on after r2 fixes the <laughs> ship oh i thought he did look familiar and he also plays del preston in wayne's world too and he's like a great big bloody bangle tiger <laughs> anyway i was like i freaked out because i went on imdb and looked him up and i was like oh yeah i knew he was in phantom menace but i did not realize he was the guy from wayne's world too who's the roadie anyway i need to rewatch wayne's world too now i think i've only seen the first wayne's world they're both good. Two is great. Two is, two is stupid funny. It's very dumb. I love that they brought back Chris Farley for the sequel playing a different character than he played the first movie. <laughs> love it. Anyway. <laughs> uh, and then you got Brian Glover, who was the one of the patrons in American Werewolf in London. He plays the superintendent of the prison. And he's the one that <laughs> in American Werewolf tells a story, but he's like, stealth to clear off the moors. <laughs> anyway, this cast is very British, is what I'm trying to get yes. at. <laughs> and then they probably have the same rules that they had in the last movie where they had to hire British people first. Yep, wearing suit and ties. Every one of those British actors had a suit and tie underneath. <laughs> yeah. <Costume. laughs> Monk robe. Pete Possible. Oh, uh, yeah. Pete Possible's plate. Come on. Very British. R.I.P. And then out of nowhere, you got Holt. Uh, Holt McAnally. McAnally. Which David Fincher was like, all right, we're going to bring you back for another failed project I'm going to work on, Mindhunter. Now that, boy. On season three. Oh, so good. It was so good. Uh, he was also uh, <clears throat> uh, in a show, it was like an old FX show called Lights Out, where he plays like this mm. old boxer. Mm. Really good. Like only lasted a season. We did it on like an episode of Picked Up way fucking back in the day. And... Uh, yeah, I ended up watching like the whole thing. It was really fucking good. Yeah, I need to. I need to rewatch Mindhunter. Like the sick, they l- learned. Peyton, have you watched Mindhunter? Mm-mm, no. Oh man, the first season they focus on Jonathan Groff, and that yeah, and that who it is. Yeah, and uh, I'm just like whatever. This is okay. And then like they switched over to Bill Tench in the second season as the main focal point. It's just yep. like well, fuck yeah, this show's great. Let's yeah. keep doing this. 
<laughs> anyway. Is it like a different detective every season, or was that a character no, from the first season? No, they're partners. They just kind of pivoted a little bit. Yeah. Oh, I see. Because yeah. the first season, Jonathan Groff had like him and the love interest. They had zero chemistry. And like she wasn't really that great of a character, and like yeah. it just focused a lot on them. And then the second season, they were finally like, "Uh, let's turn towards this guy." And the fact that he might be raising a serial killer, like his his son, has showing signs of becoming a serial killer. It's good because the whole show. Oh, it's so he has the great. he has the serial killer gene, like in uh, Riverdale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what happened was uh, the kid was playing around in the sewer, and he ran into a clown. No, he didn't. He ran into Michael Myers <laughs> stared into his eyes and got the the serial killer imprint onto him. Oh, man, anyway. Oh, I forgot um, to... Paul th- Mc- <laughs> Sorry. I was about no. to bring up old business in regard to Welcome to Haddonfield and Halloween Ends. But apparently, I didn't know this, David Gordon Green talked to John Carpenter and asked him, is this too much like Christine? <laughs> anyway. Alien 3. And John Carpenter said, I don't care, just send me the money. Yeah, he's smoking. I don't give a shit. He's up there playing <laughs> like playing Half-Life or something like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so he does is get high and play video games. Real quick. Uh exactly how how long has, has Ripley been alive at this point? Like, do we know how many years that like she has existed for? <laughs> and her body, it's been according to her body, it's been three weeks. Since right, Alien. Right. But Which it's is, actually been like 60 years, probably. Like, the first moment I see that little fucking acid blood stain, like, I'm, I'm, I'm incinerating myself. <laughs> like, no, we're not doing this again. Uh-uh. I don't think she saw that. Oh, she did. Yeah, on the, mm-hmm. on the pod. That's mm-hmm. right. Okay. Here's the thing about that is that they bleed acid, but mm-hmm. this leads me to believe... For this cannon, they're spitting acid. I I don't know where right. the yeah, yeah I don't because know where the blood came from because they didn't get hurt or anything. Yeah, I don't know. There's a lot of things that are like not really thought out. Um. So there's the face hugger that came on aboard the the escape pod. Yada 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 yada. Um. Spike. He gets Spike. Yes. Uh, do we see it? No. Do we see a dog with a face hugger on its face? No. No, we don't. Would I like to have? Yeah, I would have. Geiger, uh, Giger. I don't know. Is it Geiger or Giger? Giger. H.R. Giger. <laughs> Giger. He actually did designs for the, the dog uh, transforming and stuff like that, but they were like, it was too expensive to do all that stuff. Ye- if it's too Here's- expensive, don't do an alien movie. God damn. Here's a here's a fun little thing that I love about this movie is that they originally tried to put a whippet dog like that the breed of dog in yep. an alien suit. Yeah, yeah. And there's footage you could watch and I watch it. Yeah. It's, ugh, it's great. I go back to watch it every now and then just to laugh. It's great. So that explains a little bit to me, I guess, as to why the xenomorph came out like so fully formed. Cuz like when it comes out of people, it's just this little guy. You know, yeah. right? Just this little like. Well, in well in the in the assembly cut, it's a it's an ox and not a dog. So it's like so. So in that's kind of why it's the ox, big. Yeah, in comparison to the ox, it is pretty 
small. Yeah. But yeah. But then it would have well, to yeah. get to the size that it uh, can. Yeah. It does get bigger. Yeah. It, it just, does get bigger. Yeah. But it's like the same. And they find, I don't know if this is in the regular cut or if it's just in the assembly cut, but the guy that dies in the vents, mm-hmm. he finds like the skin. Yeah. Like yeah. they do in the first yes. movie. Yeah. So, so well, yeah, there's definitely like a little bit of, of growth. But it was just, but it, yeah, it but was, it definitely it was comes out, It definitely comes out more fully formed. It came out like the size the, of the dog. <laughs> right, right. Well, it was a little smaller. Ooh, a little thought. smaller, but it came out like like dog-sized. Uh, fun the fact. The cool thing about that thing is that it's a puppet on, like, sticks. And yeah. they've, like, ro- rotoscoped it in. Which, when I first rewatched it, I was like, oh, wow, is this CGI? But then, I, no, it was a puppet. I full-on thought cool. it was CGI. Uh, real quick, the guy in the vent, of course, is the character. Uh, he's credited as Nick in Batman, but he's the guy who, uh, cause I think, because he's smoking nicotine. Anyway, um, <laughs> at the beginning of Batman, he goes, you know, he yells, "Who are you?" And then he goes, "I'm Batman." That's. <laughs> that, that I saw guy. him and went. I saw him and went, "Holy shit!" It's the guy who asked who Batman is at the beginning of Merton's <laughs> Batman, <laughs> and then he plays, and then he plays the um, the shopkeeper in Guardians of the Galaxy, who's like looking for the um, Infinity Stone. Oh, didn't realize that because he was wearing you know monster makeup. Anyway, <laughs> I, I had fun on IMDb looking at these cast people. I was just like, "Oh, that so and so was in such and such." But the dog in this was w- the gestation period for these aliens in this movie. Very, very strange because the dog was it was on him for probably two hours tops. And then the mother a queen alien was in Ripley for how long? Like, like days? Mm-hmm. She's cooking for a long I time. I yeah. have a lot of questions about that. Well, no, I have one major think- question. Actually, I don't even think I have a question about it. God damn it. <laughs> Where? Let me just fucking just. I have two potential explanations for the queen one. I think. I mean, one, it's going on. Put it on me. It's a queen fetus, so it it probably takes longer to gestate. But also, um, I think that we're supposed to to have that instead of like it being. No, I don't. I have no idea. Here's the line. (laughs) I don't know what I was gonna say. Here's the line. The line. The line. That explains it, that does its best to explain how this happened, is Ripley saying, when I was in hypersleep, I guess. And that is equivalent to somehow Palpatine returned, if you ask me. Well, she says, she says I was in hypersleep, I guess. Maybe this is just the assembly cut, but she says I was in hypersleep, I guess. And then she says it, uh... It took advantage of me or something like that. She says something like that, which makes me which makes me think like the fully formed alien like assaulted her or slept with her. But when and there, where? but there was no full but there was no fully right. formed alien inside the so I don't know. Yeah. I don't know where that idea comes from. Yeah, the only thing we got was was the open egg in the one of the right. jump cuts in the opening credits. Yeah. Right. So it had to be it had to be a face hugger. Yeah. Because you see the little face hugger thing pop up on the, you right. know, right? It's in right. there, but yeah, is that what impregnated? That's what she must have meant, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. I guess it just takes longer because it's a queen and not a regular one. But too many questions. <laughs> too many unanswerable <laughs> questions. To be perfectly honest, yeah. This they. 
Because anyway. I feel like I feel like we could l- just spend the rest of the entire podcast <laughs> in a very unentertainingly way, nitpicking how this fucking happened. Uh, here's something I just I just looking at it. I just something I really liked about this movie is that um, during the whole Newt stuff, and he's like Charles Dance is uh, talking about. Oh, they're in they're in the freezer. Like mm-hmm. I got you know I got Hicks mm-hmm. and Newt in the freezer. And then Ripley's like, all right, well, we need to do an autopsy. And he was like, why? And she was like, just trust me. He goes, all right. And like, and <laughs> I just like the fact that he knows some shit's up. Yeah. And he's like willing yeah. to help her out yeah. instead of going like, fuck yeah. you. And like, you know, he, yeah. he's not questioning it. He's just, he's like, all right, they've obviously been through some shit. So yeah. I'm going to, you know, yeah, anyway. Um, I think that the relationship between her and, and Charles Dance's character is one of the most interesting and compelling parts of the movie, which is why. Oh, yeah. Wh- mm-hmm. Which is why it's, it's, it's cool that he dies early because you're like, oh my God, that was like such an important character, but you're mm-hmm. also, but it's also sucks because his presence would have been nice in the second half of the movie. Mm-hmm. Too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I, he was. The, the he was like kind of the only hope I had in this movie, and then halfway through he dies, and it's like I okay, I'm done, I guess. Uh, what I another thing here's something that I did like. I like Charles Dance in the movie. Another thing that I also liked is uh, uh, the fact that 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 someone that some people finally got some, you know, and there wasn't like a weird <laughs> awkward sex scene or anything like that. It's just they cut to they had sex. And you know what? I just love it. For her, she she needed a good. I hope he was a good lay. That's all I hope. (laughs) I just love how they looked at each other like, well, like, well, that happened. Yeah, (laughs) it was like a rom com, big rom com moment between the two of them. But I was happy to see that, like, that there was a little time for for some some whoopee, as they would call it on old uh, (laughs) game shows. (laughs) <laughs> Making whoopee. Oh man. Mayor from Another- Jaws Alert. The the warden of this joint. It's a prison, uh, uh, by the way. I was like, listen, Larry Vaughn was not in this movie. No, but uh, uh Excuse calling me, back Murray s- Hamilton. Ca- I do call, calling I do back love to the- um uh, uh Ready to Believe You, Andy Garcia, right. Mayor of New York. Uh, oh, don't call me the man from Jaws. Nobody calls me the man, from, calls Jaws. Me the man from Jaws. Anyway, Peyton. <laughs> Sorry. I do like that the the warden is like, we don't believe you, and then the alien kills him right away. Yeah, like, I'm glad it. we didn't. I'm glad we didn't have to sit through that for like 30 more minutes before he got what he deserved. Like, I'm just glad he was like, we, you're crazy, and then he gets killed. Like, that was so good. I'm just the more I'm thinking about this movie, which I love that he had the ball he was playing with, and then when he died, like the ball just drops and just <laughs> yeah. bounces a little bit. Oh, that was great. The more I think about and this the, movie, the alien comes and gets him, and one of the inmates is like, "Fuck!" Now I haven't seen. Uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I, I think I wrote that down. Yeah, I haven't seen the assembly cut, but from what I remember, Peyton, you can confirm this or not but like when the ball drops in the assembly cut the the alien like comes back down and gets the ball and then he's like playing with the and ball and then he dribble he dribbles yeah, a little bit and then, and then they play behind him they yeah. play sweet georgia brown uh, uh right, underneath right, right. yeah <laughs> yeah that was that okay yeah I, I i think i like saw that on youtube or something like that that was part of the assembly cut <laughs> 
<laughs> Nick, oh, you, you gotta ca- you gotta watch that assembly cut. Oh man. <laughs> I, yeah, I hear Gilligan's in it in a, at a certain point. They, they get on the island. Anyway, well, that's actually uh, why the that's actually why the ship crashes because they let Gil they let Gilligan uh, pilot it. <laughs> oh, so the Salako is on a three hour yeah. tour. Yeah, yeah, fucking fucking Nikki Salako over here. But that's just in the assembly cut because they wanted to cut. Yeah, they had to cut uh, some stuff from the beginning so it would wouldn't run too long. Yeah. You know? <laughs> We don't want a two and a half hour long movie. That's the main reason why I didn't watch it. I was like, whew, runtime. Anyway. <laughs> it sounds like I, I would have enjoyed the extra runtime, to be perfectly yeah. honest. Although I don't know how much. Because here's the thing. It's still just like indiscriminately just eviscerating these people. You know? Like, it's, it, right. like in the, yes, in the second one, they needed to keep them alive so they could turn them into what was the pro oh no they were incubating the face mm-hmm. huggers would get them but then in the first one it was just what because there was the cut scene it was just it was a baby deleted scene. and it was hungry right but there was the deleted <laughs> scene where they were all like in the i'm just a baby a baby the, yeah alien. and the and the ridley scott director's cut the xenomorph kept looking to the camera, going, "I'm just a, I'm just a little stinker." Well, he had and a pinwheel hat, and he had a lollipop. He said, "Babies don't have money." <laughs> <laughs> Nobody tried to communicate. Uh, that was yeah. Also, they were like turning into eggs that, or whatever. That baby was also uh, did all the stunts, uh, had all the stunts done by Vern Troyer. <laughs> <laughs> um, so so this. Uh, but the alien in the first one, was it like killing and eating them? Or like I, I, I don't know like what what the purpose was here of Well, according of to Ash, it was just survival. Right. That was survival, because they were technically hunting it. Yeah. This seems to be hunting them. Well, at a certain point, I'm just thinking about it. I mean, I think in the first one, the like What's his face isn't hunting the alien. He's just like looking for the cat and yeah. the alien kills him. Oh, Je- uh, yeah, right. Harry Dean Stanton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Harry Dean Stanton. That was his character. He was, it was Harry Dean Stanton yeah. playing himself. Always. <laughs> I do think in this movie, the alien's just eating the people. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also just hiding out and. Just think about it. It's like you know you're you're in a room all day. You know you don't want really want to be around your roommates, <laughs> and you got to come out every now and then to get some food, right? That's what's happening. That's what that's that's what the xenomorph was doing. Just keeps opening the fridge, same old shit in there. Closes it. He'll be back in ten minutes. He says, "I want something fresh." <laughs> he, lo- he looks at a prisoner. The prisoner turns into a turkey. <laughs> Xenomorph licks both of his lips. Yeah. Both sets of lips. There was actually, I think, another scene in the assembly cut where uh, the Xenomorph found like a big cauldron and like started a fire and then uh, uh, invited some of the prisoners to, to a hot tub. And while they were well, in there, he started dicing up some carrots and some well, celery. Charles Dan- well, yeah. Well, Charles Dance is like, oh, I just got done having making sex with, with, with Whip- Ripley. Whipley? Ripley. I better go, better go chill in this hot tub while I, you know, cool off a little bit. Mm-hmm. I don't know why he's trying to cool off in a hot well, tub and all of a sudden in the, some, uh, um, in aromatics the started of- flying in. <laughs> <laughs> in the making of they did a- apparently ask Eager to make like the alien look more erotic 
and he there's like designs of the alien that has like these big voluptuous like lips. <laughs> oh, you want to you want me to make the alien look sexy? <laughs> I, yeah, I gave Giger's the like, Giger's like Giger's like all it all it is to make it sexy is the big lips and then the chin. I call <laughs> it has I, like a it has like a sexy like lady chin. <laughs> I call them DSLs. <laughs> That's where that came from. Was from Giger. Yeah, and then he has like some designs of like the alien kissing somebody and like the tongue going through their mouth and stuff. But, yeah. What a what a fucking just dandy of a fu- of a studio note. Like, can we make it sexy? Is his head's already a penis? What more do you want? <laughs> Can we? I don't know what would a what would a chesty alien look like? Can we? Uh, can we put some some fishnets on all four of those legs? What I know if, it's a dog, but I've never seen a dog's uniform with some fishnets. What if the queen was buxom? He's <laughs> like all these old cabaret terms. What if the alien showed some more ankle? Now, <laughs> now I'm thinking in one word body. <laughs> I don't know why, but I was thinking of a, but a southern gentleman like in the fucking late 1800s. Like, yeah, I say she should be wearing a petticoat. Well, we should see some ankles, I'm, if you know I'm, what I mean. I'm picturing, like, uh, an old, like, Wild West saloon madam, like, introducing the girls, <laughs> and it's just all these different sexy concepts of xenomorphs. <laughs> mm, would you want to fuck this one? <laughs> Give no, me an people. alien I can fuck. Thank God, Jesus. We had, the, I'm, we had the alien well, dildos last episode. Where's my right, alien fleshlights? <laughs> Here's what I want now, okay? We got Alien. <laughs> Who owns the rights to Alien? Of course, Walter Hill. What else did Walter Hill direct? That's right, the pilot episode of Deadwood. That's what we need is an Alien Deadwood. <laughs> Could you imagine? Deadwood, original concept for this was on a wood planet. Hello. There we go. Uh, that Okay, you've just described Cowboys and Aliens. Really? <sighs> hate to break it to you. Swearinger and everything. <laughs> you telling me you don't want to go down there. Anyway. <laughs> These hoopleheads down here not wanting to get a damn... I, I tried to... I looked up hoopalehead because I was like, what is that a derogatory term I really for? hope it was, made it up. It's for the show. They just made it up. It's, it's just how Swearinger describes idiots. I See, I'm hoping <laughs> that Ian McShane himself made it up. Oh, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. He just said Hoopalhead, and everyone's like, I don't know, it's fucking McShane, what are you gonna do, fucking Hoopalhead? So, okay, here's, here's, I think, one of my big problems with this movie, is like, it's trying to do way too much in way too little space. Like, the, the, the allegories and, and, and the, 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 the motifs of the first two movies were, were fairly simple, you, you know, you got, you got corporate greed and, 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 you know cutthroat being cutthroat and then just you know regular horror and the second one you got the military industrial complex as as well as colonialism this you're getting 
weird privatized prison stuff. You're getting weird religion stuff. You get like that Charles Dance monologue that's like about a healthcare thing. You brought up the the, the cancer stuff. Like there's all sorts. There's all sorts of just like it's just going all over the place. Hat on a hat on a hat on a hat, and it just couldn't. Fo- and because of that, it didn't. It couldn't focus on what the movie like needed to fucking be. Like pick yeah. a lane. Pick a lane because it's it's all it's just getting too muddled. It's very, yeah. the first two movies are very simple, and yeah. that's like mm-hmm. that's listen. That's why mi- they work so well. Yeah, I'm just thinking about like now, like the most simple movie of the year, Top Gun Maverick, has made 1.7 billion dollars. Yep, because that movie hammers on. This is the mission. This is what we're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Does everybody got this? Okay. Also, here's a story about a guy getting old. Yeah. Anyway, right. it's fucking simple. Like, keep the shit simple. Do we? Well, and and this film was like, they were rewriting it as they were filming it because the studio gave them a date that the movie had to come out and they were like, okay. And so they had to immediately start filming and, and everything and they didn't even have a fully developed concept. So I think they were just like throwing things at the I, wall it, as they were filming it. It sounds like it was just doomed from the start. Like, right. I, th- I think... Part of what killed it. Now I'm I'm probably wrong because I'm I'm an idiot, but what it was they had the concept of the aliens coming to Earth, but then Sigourney Weaver was like, "All right, I'm coming back, but I need this much money," and they were like, "Fuck, all right, we'll pay her, and then use the rest of the money to make whatever we can." Because she was also That's- an EP on the on the picture as well, which is mm-hmm. again uh, to reiterate probably why there's no fucking guns in the movie. Yeah, and again, I mean, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not like saying we need right. guns and everything but like you know it's got its fucking place in in, in the pictures and especially in they action spend picture. a lot of money on the sets and stuff though like almost everything that we see in the movie is a set it doesn't mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if it, the, the budget was the issue for why they didn't do it on earth i feel like that was just like they just ended up not deciding to go in that direction yeah <clears throat> that's just something i heard through the years oh, yeah. of this movie being you know out and about, you know, doing his thing. <laughs> out on the true. town. I do think that she had a lot of say in, like, what the story, what, what like, big plot points were going to be. Because apparently she told James Cameron when she did Aliens that she wanted her, she wanted Ripley and a- the alien to have sex. She wanted Ripley to die. And she didn't want there to be any guns. And he was like, well, I'm not going to do any of that in this movie. <laughs> oh, she got what <laughs> she wanted in this one. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, and man. he was like, and then they did that in the next movie, so. Um, I just want to talk about this now. There's no transition to it. But Bishop being in the trash heap and then Ripley hotwiring him. That is, I the, love that scene, yeah. That is the one thing that like stuck with my brain from my childhood. Because I was like, she just hooked a battery up to this dude and turned him on. And then he's just like... <laughs> Kill me. I'm just a glorified... <laughs> he says, I'm just a glorified toaster. Just fucking pull the plug, man. I love that he's like, I like your new haircut, yeah. though. <laughs> there's, Same there's still, old bishop. Yeah. He he may be in physical pain for an android, but uh, there's still time for chit-chat. Yeah. Oh, I so really good. like the animatronic that they used, too. Mm-hmm. I think it's that's cool That's again. what I wrote down. It's great. Like I, I would have thought it was Lance Hendrickson, like, but it was a fucking puppet. It was great. Right. Now, I had when I was like looking up the cast before this, I had seen that Lance Hendrickson was in this movie as Bishop, but I was and so immediately I was like, "Oh, it's probably gonna be the guy. He's probably gonna be like the fucking head of Whaling Yutani or some shit like that." Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which 
This is why we need corporate oversight and regulation. That's all I'm saying. Uh, not the good political. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but then, so it did kind of throw me when, like, she she hot wired. She brought him. Yeah, back. when yeah. she brought back, uh, just like his his big mouth Billy Bass ahead. Uh, that. There was oh okay that's that's the credit that's the okay that's what it mm. is so it still was kind of a surprise at the end even though like it was still fucking whack as hell um, also speaking of big mouth Billy Bass uh, I don't know if either of you watched The Crown but um, there's a scene where the Queen gets a big mouth Billy Bass and she loves it and I was going to look for a picture of that moment which I could not find but I did find several articles confirming the fact that the Queen did indeed have a big mouth. Billy Bass, and she did indeed love it. And for her. that's your big mouth, Billy Bass fact of the year. I would say screenshot it, but um, you can't do that on Netflix. stuff now. It's yeah. really a, a dumb thing to deny your services free fucking publicity. That's all it really is, because like whenever Flea was in Obi Wan Kenobi, I yeah. was like, oh, time to just tweet nothing but screenshots of Flea from this fucking show. Yeah. Because if I had known Flea was in that, I would have watched it sooner. Oh, I mean, you didn't, I didn't watch it the day pre- I did watch it the day it premiered, but I think it was- <laughs> I would have watched it a couple of hours earlier if I knew Flea was in it. <laughs> I would have gotten a goddamn. Sc- I would have uh, uh, gotten credentials with the press and gotten a goddamn screener. Yeah. Uh, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Flea, man. Uh, what are my notes? What am I looking at? the next thing I have here. I know we're skipping around a lot of stuff, but there's another line that Ripley has, like talking to the to the alien. And um and she says, "You've been in my life so long, I don't know anything else." Yeah. And as you mentioned before, Nick, it's been 3 weeks in her consciousness. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, I thought about yeah. that too when she said that. Like that's yeah, when it's a, it's a that's good when line. you're just writing lines and not You're like the sounds good. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love that um they they were talking about Ripley getting like help or whatever and Charles Dance is like, Oh yeah, they're gonna get here in like seventeen days or something like that. And, <laughs> I love how it went from they, seventeen days to, to two, two hours. Because they're like, Oh fuck, there's an alien there? Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> Clear my schedule. You like oh all you all you pieces of shit. <laughs> what I love about the uh, the design of the Willow Utani dudes is that they all look like rejects from Blade Runner and the Fifth Element combined. Like the guards look like the fucking cops from the Fifth Element, and then the scientists or whatever just look like, yeah, let's put some Blade Runner shit on them. Yeah, let's put some lenses on some sunglasses, and they look like the next yeah. and the and the scientists from ET yeah. who trying to steal ET. They look like yeah. the next several drafts of George McFly's uh, cover of his novel. <laughs> oh man! Ah, now I'm struggling the name. The, um, Remember they had that book? Is it Together is really... in Space? What was the name of that book? A match made in space. That was the name of George yeah. McFly's book. Anyway, <laughs> this is really weird. But the the inmate who tries to um, it really like pulls me out when the inmate who tries to rape Ripley is like putting on like goggles and like screaming. I'm like, is this like Mad Max Fury Road? Oh, that was that was Holt Holt Mac uh, Mac Mac yeah. right, right, right. 
Uh, and he, I it was guess, Bill Tinch, Bill Tinch, uh, who apparently has a, a steampunk rape fetish. Um, also, was he also doing a British accent? Cause he's like born and raised in New York. <laughs> yeah. I think he also, speaks- he was trying to match everybody else's yeah. energy. Yeah. I'm just matching. Charles, yeah, exactly. du- Char- Charles S. Dutton was like, no, nope, I ain't doing that shit. I'm, I'm uh-huh. being Charles S. Dutton in this. Yeah. I do like Charles S. Dutton. He's good. He was good. He was good. He's just, I didn't know yeah. what, like they, they kept, they kept like referring to like, a weird checkered past that they never, they ne- they they, they oh, never yeah, go they never beyond tell just like you referencing it. Yeah, <clears throat> right. Oh, talking about Dutton. Yeah. Well, he talks about how he's like raped and killed several people, and then he found religion and like in the prison. But and they, that's why they're all still there because that's part of their religion is to stay in the prison. But he like intimates that there's like more to his story. You know, like oh. yeah, it's it's you know what. You know what movie does what this m- movie wanted to do better, I think? And I might I might just be high. But uh for the listener, uh Rip is holding a what seems to be a marijuana apparatus. It's a, a lighter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's smoking a doobie. <laughs> um he's doing some bick. <laughs> Uh, but I think Deep Blue Sea does what this movie wants to do more effectively. With Sam Jackson? Well, with that part, yes. But also yeah. with just like the the getting through a space while being basically hunted by this thing, and mm-hmm. and and having a, like a, a lot of characters in the meantime, and. Yeah. And I and and I mean yes I do fucking love Deep Blue Sea but I recognize it's a, not a good and a deeply flawed movie even though it had the concept for Dawn of the Planet of the Apes before that movie but anyway, um, yeah I felt like I mean it's probably also the fact that there's less fucking characters because they try and get you in like in, uh, fucking intimated with with twenty five goddamn characters that all look the fucking same. That whole sequence where they're like trying to get it to chase it through all the fucking corridors between everyone looking the same and there no being real no real like geography to this fucking setting. Right. I couldn't tell what the fuck was going on. Yeah, that part's very hard to follow. Whereas, like, yeah, like it, the, the good ways of doing that are good ways that that uh, this this franchise has always done in the past is like using like the fucking uh, voiceovers for whatever is you know with countdowns and shit. You know, like right. communicate with me, building. This is the future, and it felt like there was a little bit of that, but you couldn't understand it. And if it was happening, it wasn't showing up on the captions. So right. like you couldn't tell what floor you were on, what section you were in, with ex- with the exception of the infirmary, because it looked exactly like a fucking and, and inf- the, infirmary and a cafeteria. Was it the cafeteria yeah. or the yeah? I was thinking about yeah, because geography in cinema is important, and I'm just thinking about like examples. Of course, is with aliens, you got a bunch. It's a set decoration with alien. It's even the little bird, little weird bird mm-hmm. things. Fucking die hard. Like, you know where John McClane is because there's, there's the nudie poster on the wall that he runs by every now and then and looks at it every time. So, you know, random crap like that, you know where the character oh, is. John McClane. John McClane would have loved Ash's Quarters. <laughs> hey, why is there pictures of eggs? <laughs> Come out to the coast. We'll get together. Fry a few eggs. Also, a lot of the sets were being built before... David Fincher came on. 
So, like, I think some of the sets, like, started being built when they were still doing, like, the wooden planet concept. So I'm Mm. sure they, like, had to be repurposed to, like, whatever this was going to be. The more I think about it, the more I want that Deadwood. (laughs) Speaking of other movies, there was going to be a sequel, like Halloween 2018, that Neil Blomkamp was trying to get off the ground, oh. which is going to be a direct sequel to Alien. So basically, back I remember when that was, I was I was excited about that, when, and then Alien Covenant came out instead. When Blomkamp had yeah. that juice, yeah, yeah. And now, because um, it was going to be because Michael Bean was going to come back as Hicks, there was concept art for it and everything, and it was going to be the movie that this was supposed to be, which is I think it was going to be the Aliens on Earth and like Ripley. And like Newt was going to be growing up and all this Man, other stuff. Add this to the list of of Hollywood what ifs along along yeah. uh, uh, right right alongside what if Cats was the animated musical that it was supposed to be, right? And the, of course Lord Miller solo uh, the, movie. The dirty fucking things I would do to get that movie, like <laughs> I would fucking point and I'd suck them off. I don't care. <laughs> like to get that fucking movie? Oh my god. I would I would I would I would uh, be the sole cast member of Jackass 5. <laughs> Just to get that version of the a uh, f- uh, fucking solo. So it's an hour and a half of you doing Jackass. Just yeah, like but that. they're all coming up with like oh, even the gross stuff I'll do for that movie. That or Actually, no. If I'm going to go through all this, I might as well get this as well. That and a second season of High Fidelity on Hulu. What the fuck? What are we doing? <laughs> all right. Another one, another list of my demands. And I'll do a Jackass 5, 5.5 if we also uh, get a final season or at least a, a movie to wrap up Glow. What the fuck? Why are we canceling these good oh, shows? Oh, yeah. Yeah, God, that's a good damn. one. Five, all right. I finally well, got a cause people could get behind. I finally got one. Uh, speaking of uh, shows, so like Noah Hawley, I was looking this up today. Noah Hawley, who Fargo. did Fargo and Legion, is making an Alien show, I, which I, I haven't heard seeing that shit years about ago. it. Yeah, is that even still happening? Apparently, it's still happening. But then at the same time, uh, Ridley Scott's producing another Alien movie that's like a third movie in this Prometheus Covenant trilogy yeah. or whatever. And that's going to be directed by Fede Alvarez, who did the Evil Dead remake, as well as, um, is it not Lights Out. It's the one with the, it's got Steven, what's his, God, the guy from Avatar, <laughs> um, walking around. Stephen um, Lang. Oh, blind. yeah. Uh, Stephen don't Lang. Breathe? Don't yeah. breathe. Yeah, that's it. Uh, anyway, here's, Fede Alvarez, who did the Evil Dead remake. Here's the thing breathe. with that news. Give, give me, give it all, give it all. Do it all. Like. Like, get as many shots out there. Go DC with it and just, like, have different, like, just be like, oh, this is a separate story. (laughs) Don't don't worry about that for canon. Yeah, this is is the canon that you like if you want it. Well, go ahead. You know? Like, just just fucking give us different timelines. It's alien. The shit's gonna sell. But, like, yeah, just fucking go nuts. Let other creative people wade in these waters. Yeah, I love, um... That's the thing I do like about DC. They're just like, fuck it. Yeah, hell yeah. Let's just do whatever we want, man. Let's do the, the Batman's fucking great. Let's give that I, a bunch I won't of shows. Say the same thing about the. Yeah. Um, this, the, the one Batman. Doesn't that have. Um, don't they have that show right now that's about Alfred Pennyworth? Yeah. Uh, what's, it, what's the full title of the show? Oh, no. 
Pennyworth, the origin of Batman's yes, right. butler. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like that sounds like a sketch on SNL. <laughs> it sounds like a sketch on Mad TV, if we're being honest. Yeah, that is. Um, but yeah, but I mean, that is a good example. That and and like the fucking Harley Quinn animated show, you know? Right. Oh, the right. Harley Quinn show is so fucking good. I do. Yeah, I would it? really like to see the new Newton Hicks movie though that would be great yeah or or like here's the thing i would fuck with a newton hicks animated series can it be like a oh, fuck i'm just thinking of like a like a cutesy like saturday morning cartoon like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> my name's newt this is my protector his name's hicks and it's just hicks like shooting a bunch of yes! aliens and then- <laughs> that would absolutely rock are you kidding me it's like it's like when we're not on adventures, we're we're at home, and it's like Hicks trying to make pancakes. Trying to make it full on Saturday morning cartoon style, and 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 mm-hmm. like all the NECA suckers and marks will like buy straight yeah. up actual VHSs of that shit. You know, you get a yeah. whole toy. Oh, line. and this this is our robot butler. His name's Bitch. <laughs> straight up, like like fucking Star Wars is getting a whole a whole new like life of live action shit from these little animated projects that like no one was really paying mm-hmm. attention to like i don't know yeah man. well just fucking go nuts with it that's the only way you're getting original stories told these days anyway is either people that have the juice to get them made like cameron or spielberg or you fucking slip it in through ip yeah like fucking pray yes yeah Absolutely. That, that that is prime example because that is like that is that that movie has a great theme and they keep and it. It's a great original story. Simple. Like they don't yeah, overdo fucking. it, and and especially when it when it is like a man versus beast type of of story, all you have to do is just throw one little thing over that, and and you've got something immensely watchable at the very least, fucking watchable. Mm-hmm. Because all that, all that said, yeah. with this movie, as in, inco- incoherent as it was, it was still watchable because it was still a fucking alien movie. And it was still Sigourney Weaver. Yeah. Like, and I was still fucking in the whole time. What other oh, notes man. do I have? All right. Well, so well when I, I remember <laughs> when I was, when they were talking about the, the wooden planet one, I was like, I wonder if that would have been similar to like the prey type of thing because it would have been a primitive mm-hmm. type of thing but they wanted to keep it like kind of futuristic i don't know because they don't they don't have that much tech or anything either it's just like industrial the the thing with prey that works is that it's uh they're primitive because it takes place in the right i think it takes place in the early either early 1800s or the 1700s and it's a it's a it's it's like aliens reverse though it's like a creature with high technology is fighting these beings with lower technology right. and they got to use their wits to to defeat whereas alien is the opposite because it's just like a fucking they got nothing the only yeah. thing they got is the fucking mouth that comes out and they got <laughs> these tails and they got acid for blood and then there's a shitload of them so anyway this is what i'm saying is we need to be alien versus prey <laughs> i'm pitching it right now oh anyway so when are we doing the Predator podcast so I can rant more about the, the Predator movies? <laughs> Whenever so you I say. So I can pitch my, my, uh, my Predator movie set in feudal Japan. Oh, that would be so good. <laughs> anyway. Um, 
What else I love that. In my, I'm well, just, I, go ahead. I'm just looking at my note. I was looking at my notes, and I just think it's funny how they set up. There's 25 people on the sh- on there, including like 26 with Ripley. And then when they're trying to do the first plan, at the end of it, it's like, there was 10 people killed. So they were like, yep, we just got rid of half our cast. That's how we figured it out, <laughs> <Yeah>. everybody. <laughs> I definitely had a nice little chuckle at that line. Um, yeah. So the, the, the Xenomorph itself, a few things that I was also kind of taken off guard with was, one, uh, I, I honestly wasn't expecting uh, going back to just one Xenomorph. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know why it just it didn't it just never dawned on me. Um, I wish we got better shots of the fucking thing. Like the I thought it was I thought they the, were perfect. Yeah, I thought they were well, good. like the close ups were were excellent. Like it looked amazing. Mm-hmm. Like uh, Peyton on the zoom in your background has got that that uh, it's an it's honestly a fucking iconic shot of of the mm-hmm. the xenomorph like sniffing out the the alien DNA in in Ripley. Um, but I wanted more like f- like full body shots. Um, that it just felt like whenever we got one, it like cut away super quick. Um, you know, or like there were a lot of like close up shots, but they were all again just like cutting super quick in between each other. <laughs> Whereas like any full body shots that we did get was that weird rotoscoping because I also had a note of just like, whoa, this is some weird fucking CGI. Um, but they they did it with a puppet, and it. I'm sorry, it just did not look good to me. Like I don't know if it was either my TV settings or like just streaming, and it was like bad quality or something like that. But it was it 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 it. I it did not look good to me. Well, Peyton, you watched it on a tube TV, didn't you? <laughs> I didn't. That's why no, it was so good. Peyton, you watched, you watched it in the neuro scanner, right? <laughs> <laughs> I, it, of course, Rip, you famously, as we've established, you watched this projected on Apple. So maybe that's why I did that. <laughs> oh, you're right. You're right. Yeah. Because there, there was also uh, at one point like a little worm coming out of the xenomorph, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what happened. I do think it I do think it was tricky the way that they did it because they the way that they did it was like they used a puppet that I think was like um how do you, like a third of the size of what the alien was supposed to be to scale and so it, yeah so it's i think it was probably hard to match yeah like the depth and like what size it was supposed to look like when they were filming it well, that way and also just hearing more and more about how it was kind of fucked from the start from the studio like right. it, it doesn't shock me that they didn't have like the time and the craftsmanship to build more robust and and workable full models and shit like that. Right. And had to just kind of, this does feel kind of just like a, like something like the Mythbusters would come up with or something like that. Um, like a little... <laughs> Adam and Jamie are about to prove that a xenomorph can come out of a dog. I mean, that is kind of like part of their background, right? It was like visual effects and shit. I'm not, I'm not making this up. Yeah, Adam, yeah, they they both started okay, off visual effects. Right. Yeah, Adam Adam famously worked for ILM and worked in the model. Like, I think he worked in the model. Like, man, how come whatever. Adam wasn't in the anyway. uh, the ILM doc? That would have been uh, nice. I don't know. Is yeah, he like a recluse been. now? Because you see, you see, fucking Jamie or no Adam? Wait, hold on. Which one was who? Adam. Jamie's the recluse. Jamie's the recluse. Adam is yeah. the one. Adam is yeah, thriving. Yeah, he's out there. Is Jamie okay? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Um, 
I saw things. S- I'm more of an a- I'm more of an Adam guy than a Jamie well, guy. Yeah, I so. all. Some other things <laughs> I liked about this movie was I li- I thought the soundtrack the score was really good. I liked the music. Mm-hmm. Um, you know Elliot, El- Elliot Goldenthal, who also did the score for Heat. Mm. There we go. This has been this has been Nick's uh, required Heat <laughs> reference. For the Heat is on. <laughs> <laughs> um and the miniature work was really good. The mm-hmm. all of the um they added like the uh the, the, furnaces. Heat, the furnaces at the last mm-hmm. minute and so they all had to yeah. be miniatures which <clears throat> I think they look really really good. Yeah. Let's see. Um I really like the chase sequences at the end specifically the alien POV. That mm-hmm. was something that was like new to this. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, this is fucking oh, yeah. great. Cause it's cheap. It, like saved them so much fucking money. They didn't have to do a bunch of special effects. They they just strapped the fish out lens on to I was going to say camera. nowadays you Man. just, you strap a, you strap a GoPro onto a Xenomorph and that's your movie. Mm-hmm. I do think the way that they killed the alien was cool too. It was, I, uh, Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think the effects looked amazing, but I think it was cool how they did it. Now that's what I call lead poisoning. <laughs> what else did they do something like that where they like basically freeze and then shatter the motherfucker? What else was that like a uh, Terminator Two? Yeah, Terminator Two. I don't think that's what I'm thinking of though. Oh, um, Hot Shots Part Two was Saddam. That's it. Oh, I was thinking of Ted Williams' oh. head. Um, yeah, I, I liked um, the ending. It was good. Yeah. Another difference between the assembly cut and the um, the theatrical release is that when um, Ripley kills herself at the end, um, the, the queen doesn't, like, come out of her, doesn't chest burst out of her. She just, like, dies. Hmm. Oh. See, yeah. I actually... Really, 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 really liked the way that she like cradles the chest. Yeah, like holds it so that like it's a fucking make child. Sure she died. Yeah, that isn't. But she's holding yeah. it like it's because she fucking finally gave birth. Like she, well, technically she for this for the at least second time, you know, because her daughter. She had a she daughter had a in daughter. Wisconsin. <laughs> We've established this. She had a daughter in Wisconsin. She was right over the border in Wisconsin. Um, yeah, that well, apparently I fucking they added. Loved. Apparently they added that because they heard that Terminator 2 had someone jumping into a vat of molten, molten lava, yeah. and they didn't want people to think that they stole the ending from Terminator 2. Yeah, well, you still think of it. You can't help it. You can't help it. Well, in the, in the assembly cut, the queen actually does come mm-hmm. out and puts her thumb up, yeah. the little queen alien, and slowly... Goes down and she comes. She comes out as lesbian, and and everyone's like, "Oh, actually, slay queen." (laughs) 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 Oh, actually, slay queen. Actually, slay queen, and she like, and she puts her thumbs up, and then she says, "I'll be back." <laughs> and you've seen those fingers, she, those big Xenomorph fingers. Yeah, she fingers. actually, the she snap. actually has the sexy, the sexy mouth the t- that Giger did. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, 
I spit I, the Zeno the Zeno Yeah, DSLs. she has the fingers and she does like her nails. <laughs> I gave I gave the baby alien sunglasses so he could look like the Terminator. Well, and then and then what happens is you see so you see her the queen uh, leave the house and then walk up to the road uh, and then stick her leg out uh, and then uh, the alien pulls up uh, the skin like it is the pantyhose. And, and and there was and there was another Salako, <laughs> and then Nikki Salako there, there was an, a, rolls through. There's another Salako that was just cruising through, and of course it slammed on the brakes and had to back up and <laughs> roll the window down and said, we "Come on, dumbest motherfuckers in the galaxy!" And I fucking love it. This is all. This is all going into our Deadwood <laughs> Alien movie. I just want to be in the. I, I just want to be in the movie as the as an unnamed uh, crowd person and go. Oh, actually, Slay Queen. <laughs> <laughs> well, we also got to get. It's uh, such a. Oh, actually, actually <laughs> Slay Queen. <laughs> <On> second thought. <laughs> now that I've had a moment. Uh, um, <laughs> we have fun here. Uh, I also want uh, Swearingen uh, uh, saying. <laughs> Stay away from her, you cocksucker! <laughs> you te- oh, you telling get- me you better stay away from her? <laughs> we didn't get um, we didn't get an iconic bitch line that really felt feels because like there were no other movie. women in the movie. <laughs> <It's> true, <laughs> God. Yeah, because the oh, yeah, because it was she could have she could have like cho- she could have choked the um alien queen and been like, oh true, don't don't come out, you bitch or something. <laughs> <laughs> you get back in, get she's back like shoving in there, you the bitch. Burster back. <laughs> <laughs> Mission aborted, you bitch. <laughs> was that too far? Was that one uh, way too far? Uh, <laughs> you know what? It was it was on the nose, and I think it worked for this film. <laughs> for this yeah when yeah it sure fucking when the, does. um i i want to say his name the guy who wrote the original treatment when vincent vincent ward said that they were toying with the idea of um keeping ripley alive or something and he said he said they were gonna do like eat like an exorcism slash abortion type thing with an the exorcism <laughs> holy fucking shit oh <laughs> hey, oh my because god because it was about monks at that point so it was very religious that's another one give me Give oh my god! You tell him. You telling me this is the whole plan of the Tony Shaloops? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Now give me a an alien or a fucking predator exorcist movie. Like holy shit! Like a Catholic predator exorcist movie. <laughs> like imagine a demon in the body of a fucking predator. Oh my god. Yeah, and That's it's dope. and, it, like and it's called Prey, P R A Y. All right, we're done. Wrap it up. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh, I really can't think of anything else I want to talk about regarding this movie. I just my main takeaway from this movie was yeah, it's got its flaws, but I I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the hell out of this, this movie. Is, a lot more than it did last definitely time. Definitely like a if it's like on cable or whatever, and there's like nothing else on. It's like a Saturday afternoon, like. I'll fucking yeah. throw it on. What part's it at? Oh, they're about to like chrome out the alien before they shatter it. All right. <laughs> this is definitely a. It's on USA. It's excuse me. Right. It's on Sci Fi mm-hmm. Channel. It you, you you turn it on to a certain point and you stand and watch it for yes. thirty minutes. You don't sit. <laughs> this is a standing and watching movie. 
<laughs> do it dad yeah. style and get it halfway through it, staying to watch it for good 20, you're, 27 minutes. You're in between minutes. mowing the lawn and doing the weed eating. Yeah. <laughs> you went in to get a glass of water and then it's like, oh. Well, you're like, oh shit. Part. Oh shit, they about the damn poor yeah. lead on it or crumb or whatever that shit was. <laughs> yeah, I definitely recommend watching the assembly cut if you haven't watched I'll, well, if you haven't watched it or if you haven't watched either one, but also I think it, yeah, I think it's pretty good. I think like if I can separate it from the first two, like I think it's a good movie on its own. It's like, it's like the Godfather part just about three. I like the say, Godfather yes. part three. If it wasn't a Godfather mm-hmm, movie, yeah. it'd be great. If, if Kingdom of the Crystal <laughs> Skull was an Indiana Jones movie, <laughs> it would so uh, it'd be okay. okay. Actually, <laughs> be okay. I'm going to push back a little bit on both of those because there's still some weird shit in both of those movies. Because Godfather 3 has got a weird there incest is. plot. Um, and yeah. the whole movie's about like fucking taking over the Vatican or some shit. Like, that, it, that's kind of <laughs> fucking weird out there. Um, it's a crossover of the Da Vinci Code. I mean, truly, yeah. Um, oh, that's a fucking another one I would love to get is the 21 Jump Street Men in Black crossover. Oh, the 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 filthy thing. You you guys remember that, right? With all the yeah, Sony yeah, yeah. leaks, it came out that they were like maybe throwing that idea around. Yeah, the Channing Tatum Ghostbusters movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, oh Sony. Uh, yeah. Are we? Uh, are I want to know when we're gonna get the Channing Tatum Splash movie where he plays the mermaid. Fuck. <laughs> One, the fact that there hasn't been. Remember a, when like, that was weird, gonna happen? Some weird Splash remake already is kind of shocking. But that is incredible. It was supposed to be. Is Dizzy going to show his ass? Are we going to see his ass? Are we going to cover no, it with it's long be, hair? It's it was supposed to be him Fox and the girl and from, um, from Workaholics. Oh, okay. Jillian. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. She was going to be the. Oh, that. She was going to be the Tom Hanks character. Hmm. Oh man, the thing about that movie though, that movie works so well. It's not Tom Hanks or Daryl Hannah that are the best parts of that movie. It's fucking John Candy. Yeah, <laughs> John Candy's why that movie is so good. It's- anyway, rewatched Plane Trains and Automobiles recently, and um, back half of that movie was just me crying from laughing uh- and because John Candy's just fucking so great in it. Anyway, I would also see Kristen Wiig as a Tom Hanks type. Oh yeah, that'd be yes. good. Yeah, that could work. Uh, are we rating this? What are we rating this out of? Um, I think I'm gonna go four eggs. It's yeah, out of that's six. What I, right? was, I, I was gonna give it four too. Yeah, out yeah. of six. Yeah, out of six. Yep. I rated it a seven on IMDb. I'm as much as I still liked it. I'm gonna go. We we don't do half eggs, right? We do. You, you can, can if you want. You want. All right, I'm gonna go. I just know. T- I just t- know t- there's movies that I'm gonna dislike more. Yeah, <laughs> take the yolk out. Man. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna go two and a half eggs. That's how you get. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. So we got. So first one six. Second one six. Third one. Two fours and a two and a half. Okay. I hope you really like the next movies, Rich. So I, 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 um. <laughs> I am looking forward to Prometheus because I have seen Prometheus and I honestly, it just like fucking washed over me the first time. So I am looking forward to revisiting that one. I read the plot for (gasps) the upcoming one. Just like it was on the, you know, it was like next on Apple or whatever. Uh, Mm. Yeah. Oh, like the summary. Yeah. The the summary. Yeah. 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 Like the next on Alien. And, um, Next week on yeah. Alien. Next time on Alien. 
Um, Bishop, you you wash you wash the the red with the, my white dress, and now it's pink. <laughs> Close up on Bishop. This is we're doing Saturday morning cartoon stuff, right? Anyway, sorry. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I uh, I see that it takes place two hundred years in the future, and it takes place not just with a clone of Ripley, which I can't wait, cannot fucking wait. Was that a plot twist in the original came out, or was that in the trailer? I can't remember. I know. I think I feel like it was a plot twist. So the fact that they fucking put it in the goddamn yeah. Well, I mean, anyway. I I think it's. I can't remember. I think it is something that they show early on in the credits, maybe. So it's it, it's a weird. There's a weird scene that evolves. So it anyway, so not only is she cloned, but also. Cloned with the queen still incubated inside her, which I all right. That's yeah. That I can't wait to see how that's also explained. How'd they put the queen back in there? How'd they push her back in? <laughs> she said, "Get in there, you." <laughs> From whence you can't get in there, you she bitch. Had a, she, had a plung- <laughs> she had a plunger and was just stuffing in there with her plunger. That's the Peyton cut. Everything's the same except she says, "Get in there, you bitch!" And it's just, um, it's actually, just dubbed over. It's just dubbed over. Um, actually, Slakey, should we do? A, I feel like we should do a commentary for Alien Three, but just just call it the Peyton cut, uh, and just cut out all the dialogue. It's just anyway, or we can just have a just put this play this over Alien Three and no. Um, because anyway, <laughs> we're gonna have to, we're gonna put in another thirty minutes of dialogue in anyway um, to fit the runtime. What if a commentary to stop thirty minutes before the movie's over? The person was like, "Oh, we're done." Just like walks out, gets pissed off, like Gallagher and then Mark Maron interview. I'm leaving. Uh, uh Anyway, um, yeah, resurrection's fucking nuts. Don't look at the cast list if you haven't. I know. That what do you I know? know yeah, what do you know about it? Yeah, iconic. And then, do you know who any? I I I don't remember anybody else. So I'm. Looking I looked, the cast I looked it up today. It's a and fucking I've already great fucking cast. It. <laughs> it's got a what great cast. I fucking love this. I want to say what ninety-seven. Did, did this fucking movie come out? Ninety-two, huh? You can tell. Yeah, Resurrection was 97. He switched the uh, shit year for movies. <laughs> yeah, every movie that came out in 92 looks like dog shit. Prove me wrong. <laughs> Dude, straight up, straight up rip. Do not look at this fuck. I'm looking at it right now, and there are some heavy hitters in this shit, and you're going to flip You're gonna flip you, out when you watch this fucking You know movie. I love me some character actors. Oh, this one's got a plethora, including one uh, one guy in particular that I love, but also another guy that we talk about all Kevin the Dunn? time. <laughs> oh. Nope. Um, uh, 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 oh, God, what's the fucking guy's name also from Ghostbusters 2? Fucking the mayor's assistant. Kurt, Kurt Fuller. Kurt, Kurt Fuller? Kurt Fuller, no. Kurt Fuller is not. If Kurt Fuller was in... No. Did you see the other day when I got uh, kind of blown up on news radio Twitter when I tweeted out the picture of Toby Huss and Tone Loke playing security guards? No, because I deleted my Twitter. Oh account. man, uh, fucking sorry you missed that, man. News radio Twitter was all a buzz. <laughs> they got you. <laughs> 
That's too funny. <laughs> I think I saw you mention that as I was deactivating yeah. my account. Actually, I'm, actually, I'm say that for, Queen. <laughs> I'm gonna be saying that for the next week. Now. <laughs> yeah. I want that on a shirt. It's just a sexy oh, xenomorph with fish Slay Queen. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody please make that shirt and put it on like T Fury or whatever. I don't oh care. Oh my god, I'll buy ten. <laughs> so I can uh, wear them until be they're just... worn out. Well we're we're all gonna be in the Newton Hicks uh Saturday right. morning cartoon and that'll be our characters is that we just uh, wear those shirts. Those are the... Anyway, all right. Well, everybody, we'll come back uh, next week where we talk about Alien Resurrection. Um, so anybody got anything to promote before we got to go? Uh, uh, all right. Uh, hey, hey. hey. <laughs> I was trying to be polite, but I'll let Peyton go last where people will actually remember what is being said. Um, at Rich Cammy on all social media, uh, I fucking react to roller coasters on TikTok, TikTok now. So, um, you know, that's fun for me to do. And uh, that's also the most response I've heard from anyone in, in, in like people in my actual life of, of anything I've ever done. So that's cool. We, uh, Sarah Jane and I had dinner the other night and we brought it up in conversation <laughs> naturally. <laughs> I love that it's the lowest effort I've ever given towards anything. And it's, and it's, it's all I've ever needed. That's that's usually how it mm-hmm. is. You put like hours of work and yeah, money into something, and then like you, your aunt watches it on Facebook and says this is yeah. cute. But then somebody never hustle. Yeets a can across, yeets a can across the room, and it gets billions never of hustle. Um, so yeah, so I do that, and then uh, I've recently got promoted uh, at Comedy Sports to minor league. Uh, so I'll be uh, joining them in January uh, for shows. They we perform on Thursday nights at Piper's Alley. Uh, yeah, and it's like basically the next step uh, before ensemble. We do comedy sports style shows. Uh, and yeah, there's a lot of people on the team I'm looking forward to uh, to playing with, and it should be a lot of fun. Um, so yeah, check out, uh, I think it's csechicago.com for more information. Cool. Check out Queer Movie Night also on Arcade Audio, where I co host with Deb Duncan and we talk about queer films. And you can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Instagram and Twitter for right now. I'm excited because now we're in the holiday season and I'm going to make an effort to watch Carol and Happiest Season. <laughs> And I'm going to listen to those episodes afterwards, and I'm very excited about it. <laughs> the happiest season one is a trip, so have fun. Have fun with that. Because um, I've realized I've watched every single Christmas movie, and I was like, oh, I haven't watched. Because I was looking through a list, and I was like, oh, I haven't seen these. And I'm also going to watch a bunch of other ones I haven't seen. Have you anyway, watched the Christmas um, Twister, Nick? No. Have should we watched I? it on Thanksgiving? Um, it's, no, it's, that, a, uh, it's a shitty sci-fi movie that literally just happens to take place not even on christmas but the 23rd don't worry about it awesome so it's a festivist twister. <laughs> if only man uh anyway um follow me on instagram if you want to lathan video and nick lathan and follow me on letterbox where i'm much more active i love i love letterbox it's great and peyton's on there i, think. I am on Rich there, is yeah. on there i need to like Rich start never. living reviews Rich, you're you're just kind of a kind of the one of those. How are you a letterbox user? You're on I there, am but inactive. not really on there. Um, I made an account. I looked at it a few times, and then I um, uh, it's 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 on my phone, but it's not like downloaded. Like if I wanted to check it out, I'd have to download mm-hmm. it again. 
I just like to see what my friends are watching and then add it to my watch list. Well, here's the thing. I have a friend who she watches stuff. She adds stuff to her watch list, never logs them. So she just uses it just for watch lists. And I'm like, IMDb has that feature. <laughs> anyway. Uh, the notepad, the note app has that feature. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Um, all right. We'll come back next week for Alien Resurrection. Do you have a quote to take us out on, yeah. Rip? Any um, chance? Oh, also, uh, check out the blank slate. Uh, the last episode is the chicken draft. That's all I'll say about that. Uh, you know, Peyton, old Nikki Sabaka over here, and me, Rip. Sabaka. No, you're a, you're a family member from season two of The Wire now. Nikki Sabaka. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> Sabaka. Uh, but the three of us, we're just a bunch of lifers who found Pod at the end of space. I changed God with Pod. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at arcadeaudio.net.